Hello, one and all. It is Sunday, and you're joining us here live. We've got someone straight away in the chat. Muzaffar Hussein says hi. Hello, Muzaffar. Hi. <laughs> I'm straight thinking away. that's maybe a bit dodgy. <laughs> How? Uh, some forty like. <laughs> Folk, folk that look like that don't listen to our don't podcast. <laughs> yeah, very unlikely. Very unlikely. Um, tonight's <laughs> class episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Arrow, as which we love to do, by the way, which is great. Mm. Thank you very much for everybody uh, at Arrow. Before we even get into it, I'm going to tell a story, right? Then I'm going to talk a wee bit about what's coming up with Arrow, and then I'll play the trailer, and then we'll talk about this here review of City of the Living Dead, right? Ah, we kind of get through a podcast without getting one copyright strike for any reason. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that or everything else. I was thinking to myself the other day, I need to get a couple guests, and I thought, I've got a, quite a an extensive friend list on Facebook of celebrities, people behind the scenes that have all worked on different films. I'm going to maybe reach out to one. And one that I went to reach out to, and I literally put his name down, onto my uh, phone to say right th th this weekend reach out to this dude was mark dodson of gremlins fame um so i've got mark, him on facebook mark, mark dodson. dodson yeah so he was he was in gremlins he basically puppeteers the gremlins and stuff he's been in many films ah, he's been right, in gremlins okay. he's been in return of the jedi he played one <laughs> he played salacious crumb um he was in day of the dead he was in even the newest star wars films right so he's a guy that's very well known in the industry he's a very gentle guy very nice guy being around the circuit interacted with him a few times proper friends on facebook you know bombers and all this and i thought i'm going to reach out to him and we're going to get him on the show and it'll be class ladies and gentlemen oh, for fuck's sake unfortunately today mark oh. passed away which is quite gutting so this show is in honor of mark dodson good night right i remember I, th I think uh, it was a few months back, and I was watching a lot. Of I was watching a lot of stuff about the Exorcist and stuff, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Do you know what? It might be worth a punt just to get in touch with William Friedkin." The mm -hmm. next day, did I was mm -hmm. like, "Maybe like whoever we don't want to die, we just it's never ask them to come on the show." So true. we need to start asking people we want to die to come on. I know. Um, but that's that's grim, man. I know. So we start a show. I know, I know. But this episode is dedicated to for him. a film called Matt City Lewis. of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. Even Matthew Mann. Matthew Mann of all Matthew Manns. And Carolock, how is it going, my friend? Nice to have you. That's Janice. That's Janice. That's Janice, and, is it? Aye. Cara, ah, Cara right. Lock. I think she's coming in on uh, YouTube tonight. So... Tonight we chat about this film, City of the Living Dead. Uh, this was graciously given to us by the folks at Fetch, representing Arrow. Guys at Arrow are always very kind to us, so we're going to play a little clip here that is so it's about a minute long, and it's basically everything that's coming out in March for Arrow. So go ahead and feast your eyes and download the Arrow player, subscribe and watch all this cool... Are you real? Of course I'm real. If those gates are left open, it may be the end of humanity. I've done them too. Terrible things. I remember saying you can't be 
as frightened as I am now and still be alive. He seeks constantly one thing, and that is to shock the audience. Horrendously awful things are happening. The sweetness of life, my darling, is terribly perishable. What a loaded month of March. And you can see there, you can get the Arrow player on pretty much anywhere. Xbox, Roku, Fire Stick, your phone, you can cast it. That's what I do when they send us these beautiful schooners. I just put it on my phone, cast it up to the TV and have a great night. Matthew Moon says, great wee movie from the golden age of movie gore. <laughs> Drill scene still looks awesome. Aye, about that, about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, we'll, we'll get right into that, of course. Um, J-Mac and I are actually burst as hell today um we were out <laughs> to about 3 a.m i don't know if you can tell but i've had to put some creams on my eyes and stuff Mate, give, kind of give yourself some credit you're double burst i got <laughs> I, at least i got to lie in like, <laughs> i got home at half three in the morning my wife was gracious enough to let me just stay in bed i woke up there was nobody in the house <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. she just left me alone uh, she took the wee man to rugby by the way my, my son killed it at rugby today i, I sent yeah. you a video didn't i Come on, yeah. Uh, he killed yeah. it at rugby the day, and I fucking missed it. But uh, I, I woke up at half eleven after. So I got, I got, I got eight hours sleep, man. Eight hours what? sleep. It was beautiful. I can't remember the last time I actually had eight hours sleep. It's been a long time. So you, unfortunately, didn't get the line that I got. You were three hours shy of that. But I think <laughs> you might have got home after me as well. Because I know that they still had packing up to do in that by the time I left. Do you know what was worse as well? That fucking wizard-looking dude. Every time he's like, okay, I'm going to leave. He's like, but did I ever tell you this story? And I'm like, I'm no arsed, mate. I don't believe a fucking word you're saying. So let's yeah, but he was gone. He, he was gone before we all left. Was he gone before you left? Yeah, he was gone was he? Well, way before I left. So he was. That's how fucked That's how tired you are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I might hate you left after you. That's mad. Aye. I had to shut down the whole place, lock up and everything, and then basically just crawled into my bed and then woke up with my wife being like, hey, stay in the cinema to free um, chasing ghosts. That's so silly. And I'm like, fuck off. So it might be silly, but it's fun. And even if it, it might not be silly either, none of us know that's the part that makes it exciting. Well, it was you interesting. Know? And one thing yeah. I'll say to all our fine audience here is, um, one way or another, you're going to see the content that was filmed last night. We do have more rounds of content coming with more paranormal stuff. It's looking class, uh, but you will see it um, when it's out. So stay tuned. Well, that makes total sense. <laughs> we will. If, it, if, it, if it's picked up like we want it to be, then you'll have to watch it on a major station. But if not, we'll probably just premiere <laughs> it here at some point. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, um, or further I don't, I'm going to play the trailer here. For Father, a... I don't. <laughs> I, Father, I don't. I have Matthew and says, "Great wee movie from Golden Age of mo uh, Movie Gore." So here is a trailer from the Golden Age of Movie Gore. This is City of the Living Dead. Grandfather, I'm ready now. Once you make the decision, you can never go back. <laughs> that is so not City of the Living Dead, is it? I was How like, "Snow." 
when the fuck did, uh, I must have missed something. <laughs> what? I'm sure I had the trailer for it. Tell hmm. me I got it. I got On the, the plus side, we might not it. get a copyright strike if you don't play it, but hopefully you've got it. Um, I, oh. uh, where the <laughs> hell did it go? It's the joys mean? of live broadcasting, people. Things don't always go to plan. I it's know. one of these little things that life likes to like, fucking just throw at you, just to throw you off track and Aye, make you all confused. I absolutely know the trailer that I was sent. Genevieve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not blaming Genevieve. Uh, that was on me. Uh, so, well, while I get the trailer, because I had it, definitely had it, but yeah, it's showing up that I don't have it, which is weird as hell. I'm either, either I'm tired or some spooky stuff's going on. But um, the the synopsis for this here fine piece of movie gore says, from the Italian godfather of gore, Lucio Fulci. Is that how you say his name, J-Mac? We all know Lucio I'm like Fulci. a dab hand. A man of just absolute smashing. At, um, Aye, but at, at least to... there is one thing about this film that you would like. It's always fucking Italian, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it all in Italian? Oh, no, Italian. no, but it, it, it's full of Italian people as opposed to Italian audio. Um, Aye. If you look at the uh, the cast list, this is this is back in the golden age of Italian horror films, where they would get Italian people to uh, act in the film. They would make them speak English, even if they couldn't do it very well, and then they would dub over it afterwards with English speaking voiceover artists. Otherwise known as doubles, fucking double. Um, yeah. So it, it's funny though, because as you're watching this film, you can see, like most of the time, the audio matches what the lips are doing. But sometimes there's like, like it could be a secondary or, or thirdary or fourthary character who's talking, and the lips are just not moving the way they should be, and that's like the bit part actors. Who couldn't he speak any English? And they're like, right, just come in and talk Italian. We'll fucking deal with it later. Um, <laughs> so Italian adds, adds to the charm, doesn't it? Adds to well, the charm. So is that is that is that an actual fact then that these were all Italian folks just trying their best? At English? I'm pretty sure. Um, just well, there was one two... part for me that that made me feel that that was the case. And you know which part it was? What's that? The part there's a part in it. No spoilers, but it has been out since the fucking eighties. So. No, was it? It was 1980. Aye, 1980. It came out in 1980. So if you've not seen it, aye, that's on you. There's a part where right. the, the coffin gets broken and she's like, ah. And I'm just like, it just doesn't seem like you're screaming. You know what I mean? It doesn't <laughs> seem like a genuine scream. Genuine. Um, genuine scream. Just to, to give you a, a wee sample here, there's an actor in it called Giovanni Lombardo Radisi. He plays Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think we've established that what I said was actually a hundred percent true. Uh, you've got Fabrizio Giovini. He plays Father William. So, uh, I saw so Italian folk, mate. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Fabrizio. Um, are we are we being bad here by going Fabrizio? No. Is that the order? No. I, I see that it is all. It is all. Um, it is all folks of. Italian descent. I have the trailer ready now um, in all its glory. Let's this go for is it then. a 4K remaster, by the way. Um, just before I do play here the, the trailer, 
This is a 4K remaster, and look at that oh. smashing oh. pop that you get with it. Right? That's that, remember fantastic. I said, that, to me, is, oh, like, that's what... My wife cannot understand what I love about this stuff, right? But this is exactly why Arrow exists and companies alike. I have so many things like this at home. Uh, mm. I, I paid 15 quid for the Frighteners. <laughs> <laughs> no one here. It's no one here. The Frighteners, and it comes like a VHS box, and you open it up, and it comes with a poster, it comes with a DVD, it comes with a Blu-ray. Oh, it proper does it for me. But um, yeah, I'm gonna play the trailer now for you. It's three minutes long. Holy season. Um, three minutes long for the trailer here. So if it gets too long, I'll, I'll stop it because I don't want to ruin the film for you. But here's the trailer for what you guys need to check out: City of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when I was watching that bit, I was like, this guy's taking some risks, by the way. That was the bit, that was the scream, that was the bit. <laughs> oh, wow. The living dead. A cursed city. Yeah, this is a good way of not getting a copyright strike if we just talk I over know. it. We just <laughs> Close those gates! Close those gates! <laughs> 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 oh no! Of course it didn't start. I hate when that happened. Oh, that's horrible. That I know. I, I put, put that in the trailer, why don't you? <laughs> Think about zombies, man. Well, the dead. Is there some grip on them, eh? Did you see anything besides that tombstone? Oh, yes. I saw a priest. She's pretty. Who, by hanging himself, opened the gates of hell. Oh, no! She's still here. She's still in the house. She doesn't Is this is this the original trailer, by the way? No. It's not. She's in here. Do you hear her? I might be actually. It seems like it is because it's it's really it's oh, it's an old-fashioned trailer. Imagine just blowing maggots into Wendy. Oh, we'll speak about that later on. Oh yeah. This is a bit much. Or what? That's just. Guess what? Man, old trailers did not give a shit about it's spoilers, did they? <laughs> a demanding, implacable enemy who search for blood is never seen. Sitting of the living dead. Medusa, fiendes, brutes, you know, So, uh, 
Aye. Hmm. I got a couple of comments here. So Janice says, sorry, I had to get my daughter a breathing treatment. Oh, well, oh. I hope your daughter's all right. Janice, mm. hope she can breathe soon. Um, Janice says, haha, I love it. Wait, those two comments don't go well together. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah. just FYI. <laughs> I, I had to get my daughter a breathing treatment. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm assuming they came in at different times. <laughs> um, so by the way, I hope she's okay, Janice. These are the type of films that I would encounter at my granny's house when I was far too young to be encountering films like that. What's the story with your granny, by the way? She's like a total <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> no, but she's just she's missing that part of her head where she's like, "This is a five year old. It probably doesn't know what to watch folk getting murdered." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, but wait a minute, it's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you fucking wonder why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Janice says she's okay, thank you. Hey, nothing better for her right now. Just put her feet up, sit down on the couch, get a wee cup of cha, and watch a Jibber Jabber podcast. On a I'll say the living dead. <laughs> oh, aye, but you know, every Sunday night at 9pm, you will find the Jibber Jabber podcast here live on YouTube. You can hear us on everywhere that we podcasts go out that are no live and that are no video, but you can get us everywhere. He's on. Who's mo- whose car is that, by the way? Where? <laughs> in that in that picture, right? Because uh-huh. that looks like the Simpsons house. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, we are based on Simpsons characters. Yep. That's not the Simpsons motor. Whose fucking that's, car that's is that? That's the Simpsons house. That's the neighbor's house. That's Ned Flanders. Look, Simpsons is behind you. See it? Simpsons oh. got behind you. That's Flanders. Oakley Dogley. Oakley Dogley. Oakley Dogley. So, yeah, um, this film for me, see, when I got the email saying this is up for for review, are you up for it? Straight away, I was like, right, Jen, hit me with it because I swear this is right up my street. I was like, I'm all this. There was no talent opportunities to, obviously, right? But it would have been cool. It would, have, it would have been cool, but the minute I seen that, I was like, hell to the hell, yeah, I wasted no time. Screener came through, and I thought, oh, here we go. I found, obviously, that the film is very much a, a film that's of its time, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of blank space, I feel, that now does not. Like, today, you kind of get away with a lot of blank space. Otherwise, we do what we don't know, Eureka. What the fuck is this? I think there's a lot of focus on what's actually going on. Like, oh, no, there's somebody's head's getting ripped off like there's somebody's bursting somebody's head like a kinder egg and there's a lot of time spent on that and a bit less on the story however i accept it because there is story there is everything that you want it's just at a different pace and it's of its time so there's mm-hmm. you cannot make any dodgy comments about it and say oh i didn't like it it's of its time and it's of that elk that's just very much what it is and i love it for it what, what was your initial thoughts gmac well, when we started doing this podcast and we started working with Fetch, dealing with Arrow and stuff like that, we did make a promise. But did sorry, we did make a promise to be a hundred percent honest about our reviews of these films. And I'm sorry, but this one was absolute class. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved it, it from right. start to finish. I really did, and. Uh, like, I didn't expect it. Like, I, th- I thought, yeah. I thought it was just going to be like overly cheesy 
and yeah. badly acted. And by the by the way, you you could argue that it's badly acted, right? Because the dialogue does come across as really cheesy sometimes. But when I was watching, it, I was like, right, okay. As we as we said at the beginning, these are mainly Italian people that are in this, right? So they dub it over after. And I think even the people that are there's a couple of people that I think might be American, but they then would have redubbed, I assume, mm -hmm. over their original recording. Um, like the guy that plays the uh, the reporter, I think he's an, I could be wrong, but I think he's an actual American, right? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of tell because the way the lips sync up with the speech is a bit better than some of the other characters. But I was watching it going, if these people weren't dubbed, I think their acting would actually be pretty solid, especially for a horror film at that time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, like, I had no issues with, I really didn't have many issues with this film at all. And I, and I was I was 100% shocked by that. I thought I was going to come in here and have another <laughs> night of just needlessly destroying something and then going, I buy it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't feel myself in that position tonight, which is nice and refreshing. It is. It's actually. I I will always take on films like this. You 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 forgive anything of these films because they're of its time. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like there was much to forgive, because I mean there was there was a point where I was like ah ha 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 like proper laughing like that. I also felt that it was quite. I would, love to, I would love to have a guess at what bit that was. Go for it. Was that a death? <laughs> um, I don't know, man, because I really didn't find any of the death scenes particularly funny. Um, I actually thought, like, most of this film is still actually quite effective as a horror film. Here, mate, how great, I mean, the ending. Uh-huh. Like, the flames and the fucking 80s horror tune. I was like... Fucking yes. There is some <laughs> some bad synth wave in this thing. Oh, I loved it though. I loved it. I loved it. The guys are just like, ah, fuck guess we're on fire because I've been stabbed. Right. And these fires. And it just had that it had that troxin, you know, the Return of the Living Dead. Dun 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 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> more rain. I've still not seen it, man. I'm oh, really sorry. Man, we need to cover that. <laughs> Oh, it's one of my favourite. Gary Smart, his documentaries on it. Yeah, on yeah. I know. I, I know. I know all about it at this point. Mm. I just have never love it. Seen it. Love it. Love it, man. Love it. But it ha this had that feel, right? Where are these films nowadays that that are just they're serious, but there's just a you know just a, a rock. <laughs> Fucking scary synth tune right at the end is I'm like, no. I would argue that, that Robert Rodriguez did it a while back um, with, with the Grindhouse film. It was Death Proof mm. and what was the other one? The, the zombie one. Mm. Oh my God, what was it called? That's really Death. annoying me. It was the two films that they were released as a, like a double feature. The hot rods the, of death, but not. No, no, no. Oh, planet terror. No planet. planet terror. Yeah, is it planet terror? I think it, is. Aye, it will be. Yeah, planet terror. That was an attempt to to kind of bring back that feel, where what you're watching right. is absolute nonsense. But fuck me, you yeah. have a good time watching it. 
<laughs> um, and it's it's foul and it's disgusting and it looks it's terrible. Machine gun for a leg. <laughs> machine gun for a leg. Aye. Um, so I think there is definitely still space again, even now. I mean, that must have been 15 years ago or something. I can't remember the. It the exact was date 2007. Uh, I'm not far off. I'm not far off then with the 15 year. 17 years. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a there's definitely a, a wee gap in the market for people to start doing that again. Um, Aye. Because when I, I did find this film, I, I was going to say I did find this film a joy to watch, but I genuinely did find this, some of it really uncomfortable as well. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Matthew says, remember this was one of the pure black VHS cases you saw in the shop, so you knew it was going to be good. Honestly, we'll never get bored watching these old horror movies. Practical effects will always trump CGI. The practical effects, man. <laughs> some, some of them are pretty bad, but they actually, again, it adds to the charm of the film. Like, there's a scene relatively near the beginning where there's a, a couple that are about to get busy in a car and uh, the lassie spews her guts up right and you can tell when you're looking at it that it's a painted mannequin that does a close-up of her mouth when i mean it starts off real like it's really hard at first and they all i mean this actor's put up with so much shit for these italian <laughs> horror films by the way because she's clearly got animal guts in her mouth and she's just spitting them out right <laughs> but then at one point they're like right we need bigger organs to come out so we'll need to change to a puppet next and you can tell when it changes <laughs> to a puppet like you, you can tell like the teeth have been markered in no no that's not even her i know i know um, i'm just yeah uh, but the, I, I, the makeup effects was class, man. The, well, this, by the way, thoroughly this image it. looks. This looks like she's went into the oven when her pizza's cooking. Can that way you put your face <laughs> to the oven and it opens? <laughs> I, <laughs> you I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, this, though, this scene, I felt it was quite unnecessary. It wasn't even a a deed guy doing this film. I. Uh, it's one thing that you do that is missing for a lot of films like this is like real murder where it's just a person killing another person <laughs> and they just chucked this in here and it's probably one of the most horrible death scenes in the film I know. it's like oh. the the effect that they used at that moment was phenomenal it does switch between puppetry and uh -huh. realtry um but it's done actually really well and yeah. i was i was watching it going i'd be proud of that shot today if i could uh, do that and you know what? Serial killer dad. He was just like... And what I love as well, there's a lot going on there to unpack, and I was just like, nah, nah. So what happens? Guy's like, ah, here, I'm just hiding in your garage. I need someone to stay. Ah, I've got nowhere to go. She's like, ah, it's fine. Um, don't let my dad see you, but it'll be all right. Just lie down there. Next minute, dad comes in. Oh, let's get on! She's like, oh, run! Right, she legs it, and then he grabs him and is like, yeah, what she he's like no i just we need somewhere to stay and he's like <laughs> why did what? she not come back and be like dad calm down calm down what, what i thought was funny was he's like what are you doing here with my daughter and then he looks over at the drill and i was thinking oh he's like a driller <laughs> uh, but i really really effective death scene i was i was quite quite happy with it the order um, though right Aye, that was a bit, bit uncalled for. 
Aye, like, for what to say to say the least. Like if maybe if you walked in and seen his daughter naked with him hanging at the end there, fine. But he was literally doing nothing wrong. He was in the garage, <laughs> right? And the dad's no. like, ee! <laughs> he just he just had a <laughs> reputation. Like... He had a reputation as being the town weirdo. That uh, was his only crime. And he, as far uh, as I can tell, he never actually done anything wrong. He just no. was a bit of a weirdo. Imagine dying like that for what? That's uh, a bit spin. out of order. Then, just I don't know. Like uh, there's a spin-off with that story because that was just. Was uh, it's called Screw the Nut. <laughs> Driller Killer. Oh, which man. is a terrible film. Yeah. See, when I was a kid and I had like pocket money and I had like three quid, I would go into um, Movie Express because that was what was close to me. And I would buy the one pound DVDs and they were cheap, nasty horrors. But sometimes I loved them. That's where I discovered Satan's Little Helper, but that wasn't as cheap and nasty. I loved that. I never seen that one. Was one you need to watch it. I put Matthew Man on it and he's heavy on it now. Heavy? You heavy on it, aye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was funny was at the beginning where the, the the kind of first death happens during the seance, and then the the black cop comes in, and he just accuses <laughs> them of all being on drugs, and, he, and the dubbing made it so funny. He's like, "Where's your stash, huh? Down the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I found as well. Maybe chuckle, mate. See, because the the first death, obviously, she's doing a seance, and it essentially kills her, right? And um, her mum's by her dead body going <gasps> the dad's like calm down now Janet <laughs> what the fuck did you just tell her to calm down and she grieves for her child aye <laughs> uh, settle down it's just a dead daughter <laughs> I know. calm down now. you've just done it <laughs> <laughs> calm down what the fuck can you imagine saying that to somebody calm down <laughs> Uh, that's not the right time to tell somebody to calm down. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, unless, even... no, unless they start smashing the gaff up. Do you know what I mean? Man, start smashing the place up, you're like, right, settle she the wasn't even. In. She was only doing this. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, it's, not even so... it's not even like she was fucking that bothered. It was so like, bad. She was like, oh, now. my poor baby. <laughs> my poor baby. But again, the dubbing made it worse than it probably was <laughs> on set. Um... <laughs> But her, I, name, is it? her name was so Emily charming. Aye. It yeah. was, aye, it was, it Emily was, was, oh, she was lovely, by the way. This, the guy that made this film knew what he was doing when he was picking the women that were going to be in it. This, her uh, name is Antonella in Harigi Hiligi. In Harigi Oh, man, I've heard of her before. <laughs> it's Antonella. Pretty sure, pretty sure I ordered her in a restaurant once. Interlenghi. <laughs> Interlenghi. She was in other films like Under Siege, not the Steven Seagal one, the 1981. I think her well, like, like I meant to know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the 1980s one. Um, Under Siege, City of the Living Dead, Un Centesimo di Secondo, Brantome, 81 Vide Me Danes Galantes. She was in Jesus Gossip. Christ. She was also in. Vacanze di Natale and La Ragazza dell'Adeo. She was also in Vacanze in America. I wonder if that's kids in America. She was also in La Cage au Foley's The Wedding. She was in Sot Soto Zero, Matt, Mando Alamora, 
right? Three more, three more. Valeria Medico Legal, and that was in 2000. Then she was in Incan Ten Esimo, and that was a TV series in 2003. Duh. And the, th the last thing she was in, yeah. which looks like Desperate Housewives, was Ho Sposato, Ho Sposato Un Calcario <laughs> so she's done all right. She's had a good career. Oh, mate. The pronunciation of these just adds to my day. It's on fucking Italian, isn't it? It's on Italian. That's to be a teacher. It's on Italian. Nah, I don't watch Japanese films, man. It's on Italian, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, man. That's just how I roll. It's just how I roll. It's on Italian, man. So I, Antonella. Uh, she was pretty strong. Quick crap, what happened to her, right? <laughs> yes, Kev's tiredness coming in. He's falling asleep. I've tried my hardest. I've just burst. I've not even stopped all day at all. I watched this film while cooking dinner and all that, doing dishes and whatnot. Um, Janice says, classic comedy there, Kev. <laughs> Janice has written my fucking pronunciation, the whole thing. This new 4K Ultra Blu ray limited edition um, has a lot of cool stuff with it. It's got the restoration. Uh, from a 4K scan original camera negative, by the way. Um, mm. It has original uncompressed uh, 1.0 and 2.0 uh, mono and stereo, original English and Italian soundtracks. I need to listen to it new on Italian. Optional English subtitles. Ah, oh, I can have watched that in Italian. Optional English <laughs> subtitles, audio commentary with Catriona McCall and the journalist Jay Slater. Um, Jim... Uh, Matthewman asks a very, very valid question. <laughs> Does it important. have a reversible cover? Well, if it does not, it should. I, I don't see anything about that, but uh, if it does, it's a deal breaker for sure. Limited edition 60-page booklet featuring writing by Travis Crawford and Roberto Curti. Excerpts from archival interviews with <coughs> Lucio Falsi and original reviews. Double-sided fold-out poster. It's got a double-sided poster, mate. We'll say, reversible sleeve! It's got a reversible sleeve! It does have a reversible sleeve. Artwork by Colin Murdoch. That'll be the new artwork. Calm down, mate. Calm mate, down. It does have a reversible sleeve. It woke me the hell up, man. It does have a reversible sleeve. That's all you want. That's all you want. There's no too much to ask. <clears throat> Arrow, feel free to send us copies of the ones that we give you good reviews of. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. This is the this is the the new artwork for it. I don't know why it's blurry. which looks like old artwork, which is awesome. I love. That. I know, I know. That's like I spit on your grave. Hey, go bring it up again. Uh, Fucking Bob Ross with a spear down the bottom. I saw it. Just kind of yeah. stab some happy little zombies down here. Do you even call these zombies? I don't, I don't no. Like Do you know what's different about this film as well? Every undead person in it was actually a character, which is really unusual. Normally, you've got hordes of faceless zombies yeah. chasing people. This one, every single one was introduced as a character at some point in the film, which I thought was cool as anything. Uh -huh, I, did, I, I, I loved that. I loved that. Uh -huh. And by the way, that screenshot you bought up where her face looking like she just opened the pizza oven. <laughs> that scene was horrible, man. I know, I know. No, that yeah. one. It was the one where the, our wee brother seen her through the window just after. Aye, that, ah, that's wrong. I know. That's, Look at that. Eh? That's horrible. That's going to fucking haunt my dreams for the next three weeks. <laughs> Thank God I don't have shutter blinds. <laughs> Aye. 
Because he runs about screaming. What, what about the end as well? The wee boy's like, ah. <laughs> she's, she's like, ah, you go any by panthin? I fairly enjoy this. Do you know, the Arrow player is full of classic horrors. And do you know, I'm actually really glad that companies like Arrow exist because without them, like, think about all the films that have been sitting on VHS that are not worth, well, to two bigger distribution companies that are not worth restoring or putting any kind of love into to then mm. resell in an industry right now where physical media is being spotless. But these I companies... Wonder, uh, I wonder if City of the Living Dead was one of the video nasties that were banned. Um, probably. But you know... These guys, they don't only just take the the film and release it, but they do it in a way that's for collectors. And I think that's just poetry. So I'm all for supporting these guys. Love it. Absolutely love it. Was yeah. it a VHS nasty? It was. Was it? Uh, let's see here. Bam, 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 bam. The Evil Dead was on it, man. Driller Killer was oh, on the list. Oh, come on. Uh, City of the Living Dead was one of those uh, Vipco's Vaults of Horror. And I think I, oh, I, right, I remember that. Video, I had a, a few videotapes that were like that. Yeah, one of the few. I'm sure um, Cannibal Holocaust was on that as well. Ah, uh, House in the Haunted Hill and all that. Cannibal Holocaust, man. So that was remade by Eli Roth, and they named it. What did they name it? because uh, I waited. For, uh, Green Inferno. Oh, that's a Green terrible film. Did you not like it? Guy got nah. ripped to bits, eyeballs eating and everything. It's like, what? Yeah, um, I didn't like it at all. Um, so, mate, see, just looking, if you go online and have a look at these old video C covers. City of the Living Dead was not on this list. From the, from the bowels of Earth, they came to collect the living, right? H.P. Lovecraft's City of the Living Dead. So is this taken from H.P. Lovecraft? Hmm, Must be then. Doubt, doubt it. Oh, mate, look at all these old VHS covers of all these classic films. Ah, back in the day where the VHS cover was enough to make you buy it or rent it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Then IMDb you know what? came out and ruined <laughs> ruined it for everybody because you could just hear about a film and go, I'll check that. Oh, 3.6? Nope. Whereas ah. there are so many films that are rated as low as 3.6 and lower that are mm -hmm. so enjoyable it's beyond belief. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at these. Right? See that there? Brings back so many memories for me. Just these, right? Vipco's Vaults of Horror, man. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Right? And look at this. See if I was in a DVD shop or a VHS, because I obviously used to rent films when it was VHS. But see that? That's gone home with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can get somebody to buy it for you, because you're too wee. Uh, well, <laughs> it's all about who you know, eh? My friend's... Um, my friend's sister was dating the guy that was the guy that would sell me my VHS. So I had some, I had some pull in there. You, you know? had a bit of leeway. Aye, so not another team movie, straight in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's there's the new Arrow release right there. You know, I think the first the first X rental DVD, uh, so the first X rental VHS that I bought um, was a Jean Claude Van Damme film called The Quest. Which is just the quest, mate. That's got um, thingy in it. Uh, Michelle Kesey. 
No, it? he's not in it. It's just a, a rip-off. It's Michelle Kesey, if you wish, that's in it. He couldn't even get right. him for that. Um, it's oh, such a terrible film, man, but it was an 18 and I bought it when I was like 15 and they, they swithered about selling it to me and I, I felt, I walked out of there just absolutely buzzing that they decided that I wasn't enough of a wee fanny to tell anybody about it. So here I'm on a podcast like 20 odd years later telling everybody that that's what they did. But hey, the company's bust now anyway, so doesn't really matter. No, I'm not getting anybody was, in uh, trouble anymore. <laughs> doesn't matter even if you do. Do you know, that for um, The Quest was, I recall as a child, it being a class wee film. So oh, shite. Well, see, I need to go back and check that because my childhood memories of The Quest was that it was decent. Um, Janice says here, you guys missed my birthday this last Tuesday. Janice, we didn't know we weren't live on Tuesday. So what we will do here... Are you ready, G-Mac? Yep. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Johnny. Happy birthday to you. How old are you, Janice? <laughs> You can't oh, yeah. ask a woman her age. That's ridiculous. Question for you, Jimak. What three titles would you love to see get the arrow treatment? Oh, have to be old. I wish you hadn't sprung this on me, man. I'd like to give this some some real thought. <laughs> Fucking hell. Eat enemy. Brain dead. <laughs> Brain dead. Has that not already been arrowed? I, I don't know. If it has, I'll take the arrow right in the chest. Do you think I'm... A basket case. <laughs> um, I don't think I, I saw that actually. One thing, one other thing I want to mention about this film was the sound design. Like the there's demonic sounds that you hear that are clearly just like a reel to reel tape that's been slowed down to make it sound. Yeah. Again, totally adds to the charm. Absolutely yep. loved it. There, there was there, there was nothing about this film that I hated, and I. I, I was completely shocked by that. I fucking yeah. I had such a good time watching this, man. I might even watch it again. That's how much of a good time I had with this. Uh, I might watch it again if I can still get the screener. Unless you want to send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitle said, Happy birthday, Johnny's. <laughs> I'm just messing Happy birthday, audience. Johnny's. <laughs> I want 4K Meet the Feeble. That's, that's ironic, actually. That's ironic because Johnny's prevent birthdays. Uh, <laughs> do you know what films I want? All three of them. I meet the Feebles. That'd be funny as hell as a meet the Feebles. What was it? Meet the Feebles, Bad Taste, and Brain Dead. <laughs> well, there's a film, by the way, and I'm not sure if any of you guys are aware of it because every time I mention this film, it's like certain things in life I mention to people and, and they're like, nah, never heard it. And no one, and I, I just wander this earth alone, going, nobody's ever seen this. But there was a Stephen King trilogy of films that probably came from one of his books, right? And the Arquette brother that then turned into Elassie then died. Do you remember who that was named? Alexis. Was yes, he was in Pulp Fiction. Or she was in Pulp Fiction. When he was in Pulp Fiction. He, he was, was in Pulp Fiction. She She's was been... in The Wedding Singer. <laughs> well, he was in this film called Sometimes They Come Back Again, right? So the right. first one is Sometimes They Come Back. Then it goes to sometimes they come back again. 
and then it's sometimes they come back for more. Oh and, my god, what a terrible third title! That's know, horrendous. The thing is, these um, films, it's almost like watching Stand By Me, but darker. Yeah? Right. It's like watching, it's got that feel of watching a film like Stand By Me. And um, I remember having them on VHS. And then to buy them now on DVD, it's like 15 quid a DVD. And I'm like, ah, if I'm going to pay 15 quid or 30 quid i'd rather get like an arrow <laughs> you want an arrow version Aye, exactly. i want an arrow version with the with some original stuff with some postcards and all <laughs> and that. next week on the arrow podcast <laughs> and sometimes they come back. do you know the thing is though um within those films hillary swank's in one of them yeah oh big big it's... hillary's wank <laughs> but um the thing is like the cast are all right you know what I mean, it's a decent enough cast, so it's not like the always love Stephen King's cat's eye, better of a wee anthology thing. Matthewman, I swear, right? J Mac Matthewman and everybody listening, Janice, get on it. Go watch Sometimes They Come Back and then watch the second one and then watch the third one, right? It's like Stand By Me meets It. Well, It is already Stand By Me meets It, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> it is I. It is I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's got a mad heat pain. Do you know uh, Stand By Me was originally called The Body? Yes. And while on set, Kiefer Sutherland saw River Phoenix playing his guitar and went up and taught him how to play Stand By Me. And the director walked past and went, I haven't heard that song in years. And then he renamed the song Stand By Me. The film. Uh, the film, sorry. That burst. Burst. Yeah, actually, I only found out the other day. I watched, it was Kiefer Sutherland giving one of these, Kiefer Sutherland discusses his iconic roles. Was that uh, the same place that you heard it? or No, i seen it no. in a wee picture. Like yeah, I'd, cool. I'd read it and then i seen it on a picture. Matthewman says, seen the first, was was it no like an old 50s greaser gang that were mad demons? Yes, watch the second one. The second one's my favourite. First one was all right. I really do worry about how heavily bullied Stephen King was as a kid. Eh? <laughs> it must really? have been. It must have been absolutely abused and brutalized by bullies when he was a kid. This is such a big feature in most of the stuff that he actually has written as bullies. Like he fucking hates bullies, but he loves to put them in his books and movies. Um, I think he's had some serious childhood trauma at the hands of bullies. I mean. I think most people probably experience bullying at some point. If you don't, you've probably been a bully at some point. What I've do you think? Well, I've never been a bully. I've I've uh, I've encountered people trying to be bullies, but I've never been a bully. No, because my friend groups were people that were bullies, and there were people that were the bullies. <laughs> like my like look the, all the my bullied, friends. the bullied, the bully e. I'm a bully e. Hi. <laughs> Um, so now my, my friend group so varied from people that you would class as the popular dudes all the way to the folk that nobody would talk to. I like I pure, <laughs> I purely like people for who they are. I didn't buy into any of that stuff. But if anybody started their shit, well, I'd tear their jaw off and shove it down the fucking pipe. Here, check this. This this is sometimes they come back. All right. Okay. Right, so it's it's got it's stand by me with like mad folk. <laughs> I think it was just the coke. Ah. 
Was he a mad cokehead? Oh, Stephen King. Oh, I, I think he did a lot, a lot of uh, cocaine when he was writing, or when he was struggling with writer's block. He would uh, allegedly um, ram so much powder up his fucking snuff that, Bye. yeah, it was, it wasn't very good for him. Next week on the JJ podcast, it's Stephen King. Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, typical, typical mind, mind, uh, samurai cop proper like <laughs> tore, tore it to bits and then in the nicest way possible and then what happened it only happens to pop on the show next game week <laughs> <laughs> still <laughs> still a bit surreal actually actually see when you were talking about at the beginning like yeah mark dodson about the friends on facebook and that are going to come on i yeah. still look at my facebook and go i'm actually friends on facebook with rico for Starship Troopers, I'm friends on Facebook <laughs> with fucking Atreyu, and this is the people that are doing this for them, this is their personal Facebook yep. accounts, and Man. it's like, I'm friends with these people on Facebook, they don't fucking respond when I ask them to come on here, like, but I'm still like, it's, some it's of them like, do, a lot of the guys I do, did you notice Big Charlie for Busted followed us on TikTok? Ah, oh, that was nice. Yes, that was cool. Big Charlie, nice did I tell you by the way? Did I tell you that I, for the first time ever in the history of watching a particular show, which was The Masked Singer, oh, yeah, yeah. I guessed one right for the first uh, time. Mate, the minute the minute that happened, I don't really watch a show, but the minute it happened, my wife was like, who is this? And I went, come on. And then I looked and I saw the way he moves and I thought, I know exactly who that is. Same with the recent one. It was Danny Jones from McFly. Like that was well, so obvious. That's the one that I worked out. Did because you, when he was singing, um, there was like a couple of clues that were given. It was like, right, it was clearly been a band a while ago. And I was like, right, okay. And I was Still listening and, and there was a couple of notes that he hit and I was like, that sounds awfully like like there was I d I didn't really like their music like a hundred percent. Like I I wasn't really I wasn't any busted and um mm -hmm. The other one, McFly. what is it again? McFly. McFly. I wasn't into them, but there was some. Like, there was one song that I, I used to like, and it was "It's All About You." It's all about you, baby. <laughs> and there was a couple of notes he hit, and I was like, "That sounds like when he goes, baby." And I was like, I, "That might be that guy." And it, it fucking like, was. And I was the so minute I heard it, myself. I was like, "Danny Jones, a billion percent." I, I nearly jumped off my seat like my team had just won the World Cup if I gave a fuck about football. Um, but I, I, it was it was nice to actually get one right for a change. So Todd's um, the biggest McFly fan on this planet. That's why I've been able to meet them and seen them a few times. And um, I sent it to Todd and I goes, a billion percent Danny, right? And he was like, fuck's sake, he must be skint. <laughs> <laughs> and on next week's show... <laughs> Danny Jones. <laughs> Uh, but that's uh, just goes to show. Eh? Just goes to show. Yeah. So it uh, does. And on that back. tangent. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what what is possible for us to review next. Um, I'd like to get more physical media from them to maybe review because I absolutely my arrow collection is probably about. 
15 DVDs. But the thing is, though, they're a bit more expensive. You pay a wee bit at a premium because they... There's a reason. Yeah. Oh, of course. A... I, and I, I, I don't begrudge it. I mean, it's... it's um, It keeps them doing what they're doing. They've got their own section in HMV. And it's funny, when I walk into HMV, right, and I pick up a, a physical disc, <clears> and I go... <throat> to my wife, and I go... This is what we're reviewing at the weekend. It was sent to us to review for this year's purchase. Mind that time you said who would want to fucking listen to us in the podcast, I and it was going to go nowhere. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Still need them, but we get films for fuck all. <laughs> right. No, when I get when I get the wee stats thing in every fucking week, I'm like, oh, oh only about eighty two thousand folk have tuned in. Over the last twenty-eight days, I suppose. How's your TikTok going? <laughs> if only some of them commented, that'd be nice. Mate, uh, that's we literally got a um, a comment today on one of our videos, and the guy even said, "It's like you've got like nine hundred odd views on this, and only one person commented. Strange." Hey, mm. it is annoying. It is annoying. People need to Aye. engage a wee bit more. But we, Even I think, you we com need to. just comment and say, "Oh, that's shite." By the way, and we'll reply saying, "I will get it up you." So right, there was still sure. some interaction there with fans and non-fans. We yeah. like to talk to people. Correct, correct. Speaking of talking to folk, uh, you'll notice the next couple of episodes of the Jibber Jibber podcast, which you can find at Sunday nights, 9pm here, live on Facebook, live, live on Twitch sometimes. Uh, hopefully oh, at some point live on fucking TikTok. Aye, when they, when they are able to integrate that we'll definitely be there and we're trying to figure that shit out now if anybody has any tips tell us but any road um our next podcast will be with it's likely it'll be kim Stanton, and this is he has a documentary about the whole julian assange stuff this guy's been all over talk tv bbc news so it's pretty cool to have him here joining us on the podcast to talk mm -hmm. about a documentary which i'm going to burst through now that i've got this one out of the way i'm going to burst through that matthew Min says it's phenomenal and then we also have joining us on the 17th of march 2024 we've got ufo expert and paranormal conduit dr christopher macklin you can buy his book online he's uh out there doing the circuit um talking about ufos and stuff so i hope that feeds into your appetite because i've got an appetite for that type of stuff so you can go on our youtube page and go to the episode click the notification button and it'll notify you when you go live or if you want to send us any questions jibber scotland at gmail.com gears all this stuff most importantly though what you need to do is like leave us a wee review on our facebook page on our apple podcasts page on our audible page on any of these videos. leave, us a leave five leave five star reviews even if you think it was three star leave five star because it helps us creep up uh, we if need, we creep we up help here yeah. folk we've been doing this for five past years he's only helped us Fuck, come on it's helped mate we're established in 2018 it's 2024 right uh, so what well, and the thing is we don't want money sitting fucking smoke cigars well maybe but if, <laughs> if this show makes a lot more money we'll be able to travel and do more things with the show uh, that don't like have our wives going nya, 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 nya. right and like, but the fucking look at that it's paid for itself so fucking there is nothing more frustrating than that <laughs> question you know the question they ask every time which is and he's getting paid for this 
It's like, well, do you get paid so, for going out and mm. fucking having a drink? No, you are paying to do that. What the fucking difference? This is what I like to do. Do you know what I mean? This Aye. is what we like to do. So why would we no pay to do this, even if we had This to? is the same thing as going out for a drink, but with right. the hope that you might get paid to drink after it. Right. More more reality that. It's like, what, what I turn it, I turn it and I say, how many of your hobbies has an income? Whether it, Whether it's big or not. How many of your hobbies has an income? Fucking nane. So <laughs> that point just turns and goes, Well, I, I've actually been making four grand a month selling my feet. That's why I've got <laughs> stumps. <laughs> uh, Matthew says, I get you, I get the you're getting paid this time chat all the time. Aye, that's Aye, but that's because you've been <laughs> stiffed more times than fucking Mia Khalifa. Oh, I, I do think your name. Ah. <laughs> he says, Nice, I'll be there. Aye, Matthew, man. For anybody that is looking for work, go on Instagram, see Matthew in Design. The guy's phenomenal. Um, you already know that. You see a lot of his work here on the Jibber Jabber podcast. Make sure that if you're making a film in that, chuck him a couple of bob, man. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Dear. Dear. Fucking. Chuck him a, cu- <laughs> chuck him a couple. Dear. <laughs> Aye. Um, where would you be without your Matthew in, say? So I, good guy, smashing, smashing. Um, Matthew is also now a writer too. He's like, I write shit and I know things, <laughs> but I'll wear many hats in this in this outfit. Um, but yes, I shall see you all on the next couple of episodes. The next one, um, currently planned as next Sunday will be the Julian Assange one. Hopefully, I'm trying to work out dates with that. Uh, it's a a lot of folk being busy, but we'll get that. I earned it, but definitely on the 17th we will have uh, Dr. Christopher Macklin, so go do your research if you've got converse, if you've got stuff you want to say to him bring it to the show and we'll let you ask him, We'll you can ask him personally <laughs> I feel we'll like you're it. talking to me at this point <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it'll be fun, it'll be fun you never know what's going to happen, and until the next Arrow review, I mean keep them coming I need to go mm. get some more Arrow discs, because I'm actually just I just fucking want them right um, but it's been class. Thank you very much to the guys at Fed, Genevieve, Josh, Tom. Thank you guys for always sending us these beautiful films to review and to talk about here on the show. Thank you everybody that's tuned in tonight. That always tunes in. Did, uh, did you notice that that ridiculously hot woman called like Masood or something didn't he show up again tonight? Called you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, don't he, don't he show up here thinking you can just come in and take care of the show Aye. Aye, you might have beautiful hair and very nice features but we can tell a scammer a mile off okay, <laughs> fuck. Aye, fucking, there'll be none of that in here alright <laughs> anyway it's been a blast once again so Absolutely. thank you very much, Kevin, for doing all this hard work. <laughs> and J-Mac and all the guys that tune in and do all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys next week. See you later, alligators. Alligators.